Welcome to the Coaching Through Chaos podcast, helping you conquer the chaos in your life. Your host is licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Colleen Mullen. Dr. Colleen has been doing what she does for almost two decades. She's a private practice owner, a chaostician, a magazine columnist, a best-selling author, and her work or writing has been featured on countless websites including Fortune, Martha Stewart Weddings, Psych Central, The New York Post, Success, and many more. Listen in as she brings you experts in the psychology of life. They may be New York Times bestsellers, key players in their profession, or people who have overcome tremendous obstacles in life and are here to share their story to help you live your best life. Let's get to it. Stay tuned for our next chaos-crushing guest. Here is your host, Dr. Colleen Mullen. Hi, and thanks for joining me today on the Coaching Through Chaos podcast. If you're a returning listener, know that I appreciate you. And if you're new to the show, I invite you to explore the catalog of all the episodes I've done already. There are lots of great topics discussed. We've covered uh, we've covered addictions, financial planning for couples, self-confidence. We covered what to do if you're being stalked. We've covered lots of different help for your relationships and some really tremendous personal stories that we can all learn from. Today, I'm going to introduce you to a local San Diego artist. Jody Royak is a sort of all-around creative and very talented guy. I first took notice of him because I love mid-century modern art and furniture, and he makes some really beautiful pieces. But then I caught wind of his entrepreneurial spirit when I discovered the product he created to help showcase his art. He had an idea, he made it happen, it's now a product, and then he got on Home Shopping Network and actually sold out of this fabulous, very practical product. He's got a great story and great advice for sticking with your passions. Listen in as Jody and I talk about being a creative entrepreneur. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Launch Experts, helping business owners increase their visibility and authority through podcasting. Visit podcastlaunchexperts.com for more information. Thanks, Jody, for joining me on the Coaching Through Chaos podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. As I mentioned, Jody is an artist and, and a creator, and I'm just infatuated with the art that he makes, and that's really why I'm having him on, because I love talking about his art and looking at it. And, well, we don't always find people who are full-time artists and creators. So can you talk about how this came to be that you, that you get or have worked really hard to live a life where you get to be a full-time creative person? Uh, first of all, it's a blessing to be able to mm-hmm. do that. I mean, I what well, this is one thing I always say. First and foremost, I am blessed beyond anything I deserve, and I am so thankful for the possibilities and the opportunities that I get. And I know it's not given; it's not something that everyone gets, but they've happened to me, and I realize it. And I'm thankful, and I think there's a big part in realizing what you have instead of only focusing on what you don't have. And I try mm-hmm. and focus on what I've been given and try to do the best I can with it. That being said is that it has been a lot of work, but it's late in my life that I've done it. Mm. I've worked so many jobs, like almost every single person out there. And then when I finally started pushing, and I gotta admit, the uh, with social media, mm-hmm. that makes it so much easier for artists nowadays. Uh, yeah, Because you, know, you don't have to be represented by a gallery, you don't have to 
that have like, I mean, in, there's incredible talents out there that still don't make money at it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's Absolutely. amazing. But with the advent of social media and be able to get out there and trying to get attention for your work and you find your niche market, it's really possible for anyone to really do it. And I'm, and I'm mm-hmm. this is like you're saying, I am, I am not the best artist by far, uh, but I have, driv- have drive and deter- determination. Yes, and you seem to know where your distinctive artistic skill set lies and really do well and focus on that from what I can see of your artwork. Thank you. That's what I do. Like, you know, that's like the famous saying, stay in your lane. Yes. <laughs> I, I know my lane of what my of people like, and, uh-huh. that's, and that's what I'd like to create. Mm-hmm. Great. And, and so um, being that you said you started this late in life, like how long have you been living as an artist then? Uh, maybe like I'm 50 years old. I'm not afraid to say it. Probably like... Uh, <laughs> six to seven years oh wow okay yeah 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 so that's something to be said about that social media because like when we would have been in our 20s like you had to have representation you had to have someone that was going to put you in touch with someone who would want to see your artwork i'm sure yes like now right people can just launch their pages and let it fly and see what happens and i'm sure you did a lot of marketing behind it and it's word of mouth and customers but it's a very different world than it would have been 20 years ago Exactly. Yeah, and what do you love most about the creative process? Uh, I always say that art is an itch I have to scratch. I have piles of art that no one's ever seen. And the most satisfying thing is seeing something through to completion. And mm-hmm. that's one of the most important things about doing art. And because I'm the biggest failure at it is starting something and not finishing. Uh-huh. And every artist out there listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about. They mm-hmm. have five paintings that they started, they get excited about, and they move on to something else. Um, I tell everyone, finish those projects because you'll feel better about yourself and it gets you in the habit of finishing something instead of moving on. Mm-hmm. And it's so satisfying to hold something when you're done and say, I did it. Yes, I'm sure it is. And, you know, so many people I hear um, have trouble knowing when something is finished. And you make, you know, things that range from pieces of furniture that are pretty intricate with the woodwork to, you know, handcrafted wood art pieces and then paintings. You know, how do you know when something is done? Um, you know, you just do. Um, so, you know, sometimes you make the mistake. I'm going to try this and you ruin it. And then you have to do a lot of work to finish it. That just trust your gut. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at it and you know it's done and you definitely know when it's not done. Mm-hmm. That's what I can't stand. I'll look at something, it'll bug me. Like there'll be one corner of something that no one will notice, but that's all I focus on. Uh-huh, like, of course, I but that's how it is. need to fix that. And so then when that's done, it, then I, done. There you go. So when you were starting out, how'd you get the confidence to even show your art? or think that this is something you should pursue? I mean, you definitely are obviously talented, but how did you know that like others would see it that way? I did not have the confidence. Okay. Um, I was petrified to show my work. It's because it's so personal. Mm-hmm. And the, the weirdest thing that happened, the first time someone wanted to buy a piece, it freaked me out and I tried to talk him out of it. <laughs> I'm like, why, why do you, no, you know, you know, don't, you don't want that. And uh-huh. It was just so weird because in my eyes, I'm all. It's just something that I made. It's, it's, it's special, but to me, it's something I did. You know, when I see masterpieces, I'm all. That's a masterpiece. You're talented, but I do something like that's just something I did. Mm. And it was a really strange hurdle to get over. And now, I mean, I'm so thankful. And now I sell my piece, and I'm so honored and humble when people want to take your. They want to take their hard-earned money and buy something that you made to hang it up in their house. 
that is the biggest compliment I can think of. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're trading their time that they spent to earn that money to have something, and I'm, I'm so thankful. Yes, and to have something in their home that they look at every day. Yeah. Just amazing, right? I can't, I can't imagine that feeling. I mean, I do totally, like, everybody does different work and we all affect people in different ways, but to have something that they specifically bought to look at in their home and have emotions connected to it uh, is very special. Yeah, and they send me pictures of uh-huh. it hanging up and that's like, I almost wanna cry, I'm all thank you so much. I'm so <laughs> thankful to see that where it's going. It's such a cool feeling. Yeah, that's a lot to be grateful for uh-huh. as you started out kind of talking about that. Um, that's, that's a really nice thing to have in life. Okay, now one of these other things that I found out by um, following your pages and looking into what you do is you created this really useful product, like incredibly useful. And these days that says a lot because there's so many people out there that, you know, I don't know, people have great ideas, people have crappy ideas. And, you know, this was a really great idea and it was so practical and so useful. And I know if you even just, I'll have to show you my waiting room in a second, but all the artwork is lopsided. So can you tell us about Blink Hangers? Okay, uh, yeah, what you're talking about is being an artist, I'm always hanging my artwork and then always having the frustration of trying to hang things up that everyone, single person knows about. And finally one day I got sick of it and I said, you know, the typical, most stereotypical moment is when there has to be a better way. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized that a picture's, where a picture hangs is determined by where the a nail or the screw goes in the wall. So I said to them all, if I just came up with a hanger that marked the wall for you, then show where it was. And that's how Blink Picture Hangers was born. Mm. I can't wait to try that out. For any of you listening, you can go to my social media at Dr. Colleen Mullen on Instagram and Facebook uh, at the time that you're listening to this. And you'll be able to find a little quick video that of Jody putting up a piece of art in my office using the Blink Hangers. Yeah, it's the simplest thing. And my favorite part about it, my tagline is we take the anger out of hanger. That's cute. (laughs) So, you know, and with Blink Hangers, so you created this thing. So that's what I want to get into with you. How do you go from idea to product? And this product not only is just being sold here in San Diego. I mean, Jody was on uh, Home Shopping Network, HSN, a couple of times, uh, sold out the first time he was on. And that, you know, to me feels like must be getting on like the Oprah for authors. Um, So tell us, how do you take an idea and get it to come to life? Um, it's a determination and a perseverance. You have to believe in your idea. And then you, there's so many steps. I mean, if someone, if someone asked me what I thought of taking a product from idea to market was like a scale of one to 10, this was like a 40. Wow. So much wow. more than I ever comprehended. I mm-hmm. mean, there's like, you know, there's patent research, uh, mm-hmm. product research, uh, manufacturing, uh, logistics, mm-hmm. uh, then a retail, then uh, sourcing. It's so much to do, mm-hmm. and but it's so worth the effort to be rewarded to go through and see something come to life. I've failed more times than most people have tried. That's what a lot of people don't know about it. They hear you came up with an idea. They're, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I said, well, you don't know about the 50 things I tried that failed miserably. Oh, so you're kind of this inventor of things and this happened to take hold. Well, inventor and just trying things, you know, uh-huh. and like businesses, ideas, uh, pr- other products. And so this was finally the one that I really, this is the first one I ever tried to get patented. Mm-hmm. And because I, I'm smart enough, to, I don't say I'm smart enough, but I think I'm wise enough to not believe too much of my own ideas. 
you have to be your own worst critic and not your biggest cheerleader. Instead of going, mm-hmm. this is why it's so great, they're all, why could that fail? Why could that not work? And all these things I tried, when I finally got an honest opinion and talk with myself, well, that's not a good idea. Mm. So this one, though, stuck and became a good idea, and you went forward with it, and you did get a patent, right? I have about eight patents. Oh, my gosh. So I, I've heard that getting a patent is really like long and tedious and costly. Is that accurate? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Um, there's... Is like like I said, I didn't know anything about it. And I've heard horror stories, not horror stories, but like nightmares about getting a patent. And as you educate yourself and find out about it, is that the patent is not the hard part. The hardest part is having a lawyer smart enough to write a broad enough uh, coverage on a patent to protect it in as many ways as possible. Because uh, patents are not that expensive to get. There's a new thing that came in like years ago. Uh, if you're considered, if you make less than $140,000 a year, you're considered a micro entity and you're allowed to apply up to three patents under that title for like $400. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So see, it's not that bad, but no. uh, you know, it might take you 18 to 24 months to have the patent be put through. Mm-hmm. And then there's like all kinds of, there's upkeep on it and there's like, you have to uh, keep the patent going for 17 years. Oh. But see, the money's in your attorney. Not in the application. <laughs> right. The guy you hired to do it. Yeah. Yes. And, and then you can expedite things. If you pay a little extra, they'll get it through. And like, I got my first patent in nine months. Oh, okay. But it was so worth it because time is so valuable. Yes. Right. Especially when, you, when you've got something that you think is going to stick and you know that the market is there for it, you want it to get done as quickly as possible. Yeah. So you can move on it. Yes. Yes, and so what was it like for you the first time you got a package of blank hangers sitting in your hand and it was ready to be sold? I canceled. I was supposed to go to some uh, a, an art event uh-huh. and the first thing showed up, my, the palette of it, like a little samples and I'm all, nope, I'm, I'm not going anywhere and I was like a <laughs> little kid and I was, I tried it everywhere and I had everyone try it and what are you, and the best part about it, people <laughs> like, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm proud because it's not a gimmick, it's not a trick, it's just a better way to hang pictures. Yeah, so it's a little kit that comes with a couple of metal hangers uh, and a little level, and you really just get to attach it to the frame, you stick it to the wall, and then you know where to put your nails. Yeah, so what you're uh, talking about, uh, the thing that makes it unique is on each hanger, you put uh, two hangers on each picture, two anchoring points, but on each hanger is what we have a little uh, anchoring pin that sticks out, protrudes from it. So wherever you want to hang your picture, you place it where you want, and every kit has a little level inside, so you make sure it's level. And when you got it where you want, you just press, and the two little anchoring pins poke two little holes in the wall, and that shows you exactly where to put your nails. And then there's two slots that the nails slide onto, and you hung it right where you marked it. Yeah, if you're like me, and you hang pictures everywhere, like, it's such a cool little give little product. I doesn't call it a gimmick. It is not a gimmick. Yeah. It is It is really a cool little product. So I can't wait to really learn how to use it because I just, I'm a mishap with hanging things. So I know there's a lot of people out there that love to just hang things that they, they love to see. And um, it's really super practical. One of the most practical little inventions out there right now. I already mentioned that Jody was on HSN a couple of times. How did you get noticed by them? Like how does somebody, because then now you went through the the creation of it you got the patent you're holding the samples in your hand little packages of of the kits how do you get noticed by a place like home shopping network persistence 
So pursuing them. But and what like you said, they get hit with like like I can't tell how many thousands of products they probably get uh, you know, offered every single year. Mm-hmm. But you have to stand out. And this is with anything you do, think don't think of the most normal things to do because that's what everyone does. And my product is very tactile and has to be demonstrative to show people how it works. Mm-hmm. So what we did is that we sent them a little piece of drywall, a little frame with the blinks on it, and we said, Here, try this, mark it out. And so when they sent it to them, after like, because we contacted them multiple times just showing videos and stuff like that, never heard back, never heard mm-hmm. back. We sent that in. About a week later, we get a call finally from someone who goes, what is up with these hangers? He goes, by the time this got to my desk, one of the people who make the decisions, they said that piece of drywall looked like a piece of uh, Swiss cheese with so many holes in it from everyone practicing and trying it out. Because when yeah. those little anchoring pins pop the drywall, it's so tactile and you know exactly where to put them. So that's what did it. That's awesome and awesome advice. I often tell people, whether my clients or whether they've been on, uh, whether through somebody on the show before, uh, you know, you've gotta be persistent and you've gotta know a sideways angle to get seen, whether it's going after a job that you want or trying to get your product in front of the right people, you gotta get creative in how you go about getting getting in front of the right people and so you know you did what you thought you were supposed to do repeatedly and got nowhere exactly. and then you got creative and said well let me make sure that they understand what they'd be rejecting if they don't answer this and you sent them a practical way for them to try out the product and I often am giving that kind of like going sideways advice for people trying to get jobs people you know I've gotten several jobs and even created them over the years by knowing who to talk to and just kind of going well I've gone through the online application process a million times, but the person I want to work for is the person I sent my resume and my cover letter to and spoke to them directly. And, you know, twice, I think three times, it's worked out to get me a job that lasted several years. So it's advice that I give my clients all the time, and I love hearing it in this creative way that you've got to have a sideways angle sometimes and just, you know, you're not not taking no for an answer, but you're trying to find a way to get in front of the person that you're trying to get in front of in a way that they'll see what you have to offer. So I love that. So the Blink Hangers are um, still for sale, and where, what's the website where they can find the Blink Hangers? Blinkhangers.com. Okay, great. Well, that's nice and easy. And I think Jody has a special deal for people listening. So Jody, do you have a special offer for the listeners of the show? Yeah, for everyone listening, I'm going to set up a special link on the website. So if you go to blinkhangers.com and you order a 24 pack, which is usually $19.99 plus shipping, whatever, I'm going to have, if you put uh, the word chaos, the code word chaos, when you check out, I'll give you 25% off so you can try it for $14.99. Fantastic. Everybody loves a great deal. So thanks for that. So let me know how you love your blank hangers when you get them. I'll be looking for you. Yes. And now getting back into your art, I know it's probably a silly question uh, because most artists would say that they don't have a favorite, but do you have a favorite piece of art that you've created or painting? Oh, you do. Oh, totally. Oh, wonderful. Uh, (laughs) um, It's a... I love pop art. I love Roy Lichtenstein. Mm-hmm. I love Andy Warhol. I just love those bright, bold, poppy colors. And it's like, because I'm total comic book nerd my whole life, and I love comic book images and things like that. And mm-hmm. one thing I did is uh, a character called the Silver Surfer from Fantastic Four comic books, uh, I did a painting of him. 
and so I did a painting oven. Is I loved. I worked big. My I it was like a mm-hmm. twenty. It was like thirty six by forty eight inch piece. You know, that's just like mm-hmm. a medium sized piece for me. And after I painted it, then I looked at it and I always am all, it's it's the painting came out what it's supposed to look like, but it still bugged me. So then I thought I'm all, I'm gonna make it out of wood. Oh. And so then I made it, but I made it layered. It was like seven or eight layers of wood. So each body part was a different piece. Like his head was different than his neck and his chest and his biceps of everything. Uh-huh. And then I made his eyes plastic, his teeth a different thing. And so then I made this big thing. And this was like, I think it's like, it's almost like, six feet tall by like five feet wide and it weighs mm. a ton and that's one thing I, wow. I never think of where I'm going to hang something when I make it <laughs> and it's this huge piece and it is by far my favorite I've ever done I'm just so pleased how it came out wow well I'm sure there must be a picture of it somewhere that I can also share on the blog post with the episode you got it yeah that was a great description so I'm sure people want to see it yeah you've got to check out his page and on that note I'll put a link to that picture on the blog post that goes with this episode. So you'll find it again on the social media and on the Coaching Through Chaos page at simplecast.com. So do you have, you know, I have one more question because this is about helping people kind of conquer the chaos in their life and sometimes the chaos is in their brain about how to just stick with their desire to maybe live their life, whether it's as an artist, a musician, or on their career path, you know, what advice would you give a person who's maybe in the early creative stages of bringing an idea to life? How would you encourage them to keep going when they're feeling overwhelmed by the process? Uh, don't give up. It's 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 the simplest answer, and it seems so patent, like standard, but it's true. I mean, if you don't give up, you're going to see it through. And let's say uh, you see it through and it fails, like I have. That doesn't stop me mm-hmm. because then I move on to the next thing. And if you learn from any experience, it's not a failure. And this mm-hmm. is truly if the only time you fail is when you stop. So if anyone listening, you have an idea, you're working on art, you're working on music, just grind it through. Because my favorite uh, quote is from Leonardo da Vinci. It says, oh. no great work came from a lazy artist. And it's true. I yeah. mean, you're not, if you're going to be lazy, then nothing's, you're not going to have anything to show for it. Right. And Don't bother if it's not going to be f- like full effort. Yeah. And then just like and see it through because the reward is so incredible. And we all can do so much more than we can think than we think about, you know, like I have really upped my uh, being a prolific lately because I want to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Uh, time is the most valuable asset that we have in my opinion i mean things come and go friends come and go money comes and goes time just goes mm-hmm. you're never gonna get it back no so you, you can't buy to, any more of it need to use those minutes like i mean it's like kobe bryant yesterday oh yeah that guy had so much more to live for and yeah. he's not here but he he did take advantage of his time he never quit on anything mm-hmm. and so that's what i would say don't quit you know see it through talk to people um i mean mm-hmm. it's I I don't know how to say it any more simply, and it's so simple. Yes, so stick with it, don't quit. Great advice. So for those who are art fans, you know, if you like mid-century modern type furniture, art pieces, um, as he said, Roy Lichtenstein type paintings, you know, please check out Jody's social media over at Royak Studio, R-O-Y-A-K Studio. And 
Is there a website in particular that you have also that showcases uh, your art if somebody were to want to commission a piece from you? How would they do that? I don't have a website. I'm so lame at that. But I do have my Instagram, which is Royac Studio, and a lot of people contact me through there. Excellent. Yes, that's how we got in contact. So right on. All right. So you can find them on Instagram at Royac Studio. Jody, thanks so much for being with me on the show today. I got one else thing to say, though. Sure. What I'm going to come back and talk to you later is I'm in the process of opening an art gallery right now. That's right, that's and right. I got my location, mm-hmm. I got the space, and it's gonna be amazing. Oh, well, I can't wait to go to that So and to see it. So uh, yeah, definitely we will update the page as it launches and let everybody know what you've got going on. Awesome, thank you. I get so inspired by people who actually make things happen, don't you? Remember, if you want to support Jody and try out the Blink Hangers, just go to BlinkHangers.com and when you are checking out, just enter the code CHAOS to get 25% off your purchase of a 24-pack. Well, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Coaching Through Chaos podcast. And before I go, I want to make sure to remind you of my other podcast projects. There's Shrink to Shrink on Film for the movie and psych buff and the Embrace Your Inner Leader podcast for the woman who wants more confidence and inner strength. If you're enjoying the Coaching Through Chaos podcast, the best way you can support us is by sharing an episode on your social media and telling your friends about it. Now, if this is your first time listening, make sure to subscribe so you get all the future episodes too. Podcasts are a passion project of mine, and I wanted to find an easy way for you to support the production costs of the show without it actually costing you any extra money. So I've set up an Amazon storefront, and every time you go to buy something on Amazon, no matter what it is, for 24 hours after going in through my storefront, a small portion of the cost you're paying for the item anyway gets sent to me to help support the production costs of the show. To help me out this way, just go to amazon.com shop slash Dr. Colleen Mullen. However you choose to support the show, I greatly appreciate it. And if you want to follow me on the socials, I'm at Dr. Colleen Mullen on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and there is a Coaching Through Chaos page also on Facebook just to keep up strictly with the podcast information. And I love to hear from you. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Until next time, I hope you've got some calm between the chaos in your life. Take care. Take care.